Eulalia, the scintillator here. Let me scintillate you. Let me ignite the spark in you with my latest podcast, Scintillating Thoughts. And this particular podcast is centered around revealing your scars. And so this fall, I wanted to do a podcast relating to falling in love even more with who we are and who God made us to be. And so for the next few weeks, I have some great dialogue around revealing your scars. So as you can see here today, I am intentionally dressed the way that I am because today I just wanted to show off my scars. Um, Man, I remember growing up and being what they considered to be the burnt girl, right? And to be honest, it was so embarrassing growing up. Um, Not only was it embarrassing, but it was very hurtful. So when I think back to elementary school, um, you know, you had the kids who would stare. Um, you had the kids who would talk because, you know, they didn't really understand or, you know, they had never seen anything like my burn, like my scar. And so then you had the kids who um, would talk, right? They were just the mean kids. Um, back in the day, you know, they would talk about you. Back in the day, we considered that to be what we call today as bullying. But when I grew up um, in the 80s and the 90s, um, it wasn't, we didn't call it bullying, right? We were just talking about talking about each other. Um, and so I remember, you know, all of the times when I had to defend myself because I was always being talked about. I remember days um, going in the restroom and getting into fights because somebody said something about my burn. And I, I guess I felt like I had, you know, some point that I needed to prove. And so with that, I just remember, you know, those were some rough days where we were, you know, fighting and defending myself. But I remember, um, that being, like I said, a very rough time. And when I would fight and I would act out because, you know, somebody said something about my burn and I don't ever really remember it being corrected or the whole bullying back then being, um, taken as serious as we take it on today. But I remember my understanding of my story regarding my burn was when I was two years old, I was playing in the kitchen and knocked a pot of hot boiling water off of the stove. And as a result, I had to have skin grafted from the back of my legs and placed on my left arm here, um, on the side of my neck here, uh, my side of my face rather, and um, the back of my neck. And so, I, I was two years old and I cannot imagine the horror of that. The trauma 
not just for me, but for my mother, for my father, and anybody else um, that was around. And so lately, just in thinking about processes, lately, you know, God has been speaking to me about processes, not just relating to my burn, but just relating to life and what we go through in general. And I think it's so easy for us to, you know, just tell people to get over things or tell people to pray about something or praise God, you know, in the midst of what you're going through. And all of that definitely has its place. But in some things, we really, really go through a process. You know, there are some things in life that you can, you know, quickly get over, um, you know, some things in life that aren't so pressing. And then there are some things, you know, in life that you just really have to process through, right? So in, in that process, we have to know exactly you know, what it is that we're supposed to be doing in that process. And the thing is, is that if we're not honest about our process and we don't empower people as it relates to what that process may look look like, and again, it may not look the same for everybody, right? But sometimes having a blueprint is so powerful and so necessary when we're going through the storms of life or we're going through whatever process that we may, that God may have allowed us to be in, in that moment. And so, um, recently here, like I said, God has been, you know, dealing with me and speaking to me about processes. And so for years, when I think about my burn, my scar, when I think about it, um, for years, I was ashamed of my burn. I mean, there was, you know, the bullying in elementary school, and then you you shift from elementary school to middle school and then to high school. And then once you reach, you know, that, that whole high school, middle school, high school level, and you're watching all the girls, you know, have all the guys and, you know, getting all the Valentine's gifts and being asked to the dance and, you know, here I am, you know, with no one, with nothing. So those middle school and high school years were difficult. And I remember hearing one time, um, a guy say that she's pretty, but she's burned. Like being burned disqualified me from being wanted or loved or validated. So in the words of Eddie Murphy, (laughs) I was whooping for nub in all the wrong places. And, you know, that just took me, took me in through a time of just compromising, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be included, wanting to be wanted. And it is so emotionally um, draining So in 2001, I was, I remember, you know, this is fast forwarding. In 2001, I was working at Texas Southern University. Shout out to the TSU Tigers. Um, And one morning, I remember I had stopped at Shipley's Donuts um, to get 
something to eat and drink that morning. And so I, by this time, I think I had to been 22 or 23 years old. Um, and, um, by then, you know, I, I have lived with this scar all of my life. So you would think that by this time I, you know, would have embraced it by this time I would have just accepted, you know, that this is who I, you know, this is not, not who I am because my scar doesn't make up who I am, but just embrace that this is a part of me. And really I hadn't. You know, I was, I remember in the summertime, I would wear long sleeve shirts. Y'all know how how hot it gets here in Houston, Texas. And so I would wear long sleeve shirts, you know, just trying to hide my burn. And, and you know, just because again, I hadn't accepted, I was still ashamed of it. I was trying to hide it. I would be, you know, hot in the summertime wearing these, or if I wasn't wearing, you know, the long sleeve shirts, I would, if, if I was talking to you and I, and my burn was exposed, you know, I'd probably, probably be holding my arm up, you know, to, to cover it. I remember those days. And so I was still, I was still ashamed and still trying to cover it. And I remember being in Shipley's Donuts that day. And, um, I remember, I was trying to prepare myself, right, for, because that particular day, I don't think that I had on anything that was covering my burn, but, um, so, you know, the cashier there that day, she caught me slipping, right, she, she was able to see my burn, and so she, I remember her asking me, um, what happened to your arm? And, um, sometimes that question would be okay for me because I would rather someone ask me what happened than to look at me like I was some weirdo or, you know, just staring, right? Nobody really likes to be stared at, but when you have a scar, you know, to my magnitude, um, it happens. And so she had asked me what happened to my arm. And you know, um, anybody who has a visible scar, such as what, you know, I have, you know, the repetition of having to explain what happened to you. Sometimes it can be exhausting. Sometimes, you know, it's draining. Um, but, I explained to her what happened and for some reason that day I decided to express, you know, my thoughts of wanting to have plastic surgery. And when I told her that um I wanted to have plastic surgery, she asked me, "Why did I want to do that?" And she said to me that day, she said, "Your scar is evidence that you survived. And I think that was an aha moment for me, you know, because nobody had ever said that to me. Nobody had ever given me that perspective that my scar represents, represents my survival, that I survived being burned. Not only did I physically survive 
but I, even though I've been through so much, I've been talked about, I, you know, oh my goodness, even though I had been through all of that, I was mentally in my right mind. I was good. And I had never thought about that, never had that perspective. And, you know, I hope that somebody who is listening to this podcast on today or watching this video um, can really grab that, that you can really receive that despite your scars, whether they are visible like mine or whether they are invisible, nobody knows about them, nobody can see them, your scars are an indication that you survived. I even think about Jacob when he wrestled with the angel. The Bible says that, you know, he, he, um, that the angel touched the hollow of his, um, of his thigh and that he, you know, he, he came out of that with a limp. That was evidence that he had been with God and that he, he survived. And so I had never, thought about it like that. I had never looked at it in that way. That was my aha moment. Again, never realizing that scarring, when you, when you read about scarring, um, scarring is a natural part of the healing process. So I was, I was already healed and my, my outside healing just hadn't caught up with the healing of my mind and and my internal healing. There was a, there was a healing that God wanted to do in my heart, in my mind. Right. And so I was, that, that was my aha moment. Um, I was healed on the outside, but again, there was a healing that needed to take place internally. So I had that encounter and that encounter is what initiated my process and here I am today, I, August 27th, I will be 44 years old, 44 years old. And God has, you know, this, my aha moment, the, the uh, process began when I was 23 years old. And here I am at 44 years old and I feel a need. I feel a pressing in my spirit to help somebody initiate their process. So my process was initiated. I made a decision. I made a decision that I was no longer going to hide my scars. And maybe you're watching this, you're listening, listening to this today. Maybe God has been speaking to you about your scars and he has sent me to do this podcast. He's allowed me and blessed me to do this podcast to be able to help you in your process. I made a decision that I was no longer gonna hide my scars because guess what? I survived. (laughs) I survived. I was completely healed. I was healed and and didn't really understand what that looked like. And so in the process of accepting your scars because in this process that's that's the first step the first step is to accept the scars they are an indication that you are healed they are um they're what God has 
given you or allowed you to have to show you that you survived, that you are still here, and that God didn't that that God did not allow the enemy to kill you. The thing that brought about the scar, it didn't, God didn't allow it to kill you. You are still here and God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And he wants to use your scars to bless somebody else and to help somebody through their process. And that's why I'm here today. I'm here today because number one, I had to If you're going to reveal your scars, which represent your healing, you have to first accept your scars. I, I, in this process of accepting my scars and loving myself, that first, I had to accept my scar. This is what it is. This is what happened. But I survived. And I'm healed. And so in the pro- not only do in this process not only do you have to accept your scars you have to make a decision number 2 you have to make a decision that you're no longer going to hide that there's nothing for you to continue to be ashamed of because there is no shame in survival you survived you made it out And like the song said, you made it out all right. As a matter of fact, you made it out better than all right. And the will of God is for us not only to recognize that we have survived, but God wants us to thrive. He wants us to live and declare his glory. See, this scar, this, at my encounter at Shipley Donuts let me know that this scar was to bring was designed and is designed to bring bring glory to God this brings glory to God because when I think about it even when my children um, were young and I see babies at the tender age of two and thinking about what happened to me at the age of two. See, the enemy tried to kill me at the age of two, but it didn't work. And when I think about the horror of, you know, a baby going through that kind of trauma and you know what's so amazing that I forgot to mention I forgot to mention that I don't even remember any of it. That the pain of it, God didn't even allow me to remember. And 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 that's a word for somebody today. That God is healing you in such a way that the pain, it won't even affect you. You won't even remember. And if you do remember, it won't affect you because healing is your portion. But God will allow the scar to be to to remain there to remind you of what he brought you out of. And so, number one, as I said, I don't want to get all off, you know, because I can go all the way in. But number one, you have to accept your scar. You got to accept what happened. 
it happened. But it's not the sum total of your life. So accept your scars. Number two, you have to make a decision that you're no longer going to hide. And God is just saying to somebody today, come out of hiding. That there's no shame in what you survive. See, the enemy operates in shame. And that's how he keeps operating in darkness, right? And he keeps people from um, pursuing what God has for them. Or he keeps people in hiding so that they never come out and really grab a hold to what um, God has called them to do or called them to be or make the impact that he has designed for them to, to make. And so I believe that this podcast on today is designed to speak to somebody and say to you, come out of hiding. You have nothing to be ashamed of. You have nothing to be ashamed of. I made a decision that I was no longer going to hide my burn. That was a decision that I made. And I had to mentally prepare myself for what this process was going to be like. I had to mentally prepare myself and understand that the journey, because it's a journey, it's a journey, that the journey was not going to be easy. It wasn't easy, but I was determined to walk through this process with the help and the strength of God. And so in this um, Revealing Your Scars podcast that we're going to journey through for the next few weeks, I want to let you know today as I close out this episode, I want to encourage you today by letting you know that you no longer have to hide, that there is nothing for you to be ashamed of, that your scars are the evidence that you survived. They are evidence that God is for you. They are evidence that what the enemy meant for evil God is about to use it if you let him. He's about to use it to impact the world. He's about to use it to impact people who are suffering with the same things that you have suffered with and God brought you out. You're on the other side of it. And so now God wants to use your testimony and your process to help somebody else go through a process that they feel like they don't even know how, they don't know what to do, they don't know where to start. And you are the answer. So next week, I want you to join me as we continue this dialogue of revealing your scars, part two. My process of revealing my scars. I pray 
that you have been blessed by today's podcast. And I want you to join us next week as we continue this dialogue. Have a scintillating day. I love you to life.